Welcome to the Grindstaff Publishing Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Grindstaff. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the Grindstaff Publishing Podcast. I am so excited. It's hard to contain myself. I got my 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 road into USB microphone with the the fuzzy ball thing on top of it, the, the windshield inside of the PSM1 shock mount on a PSA um, boom arm. So excited. I can move it around. There's a little bit of, you know, it's not a whole lot of stuff to do with it. There's not a whole lot of, you know, bouncing or clicking around. Very excited. I'm, I'm, just, I'm hard to contain myself. Just got it done. I just cleaned the entire garage. Everything looks amazing. It smells amazing in here. I have my my brand new um, Grindside Publishing um, coffee mug that just came in um, pretty soon, I think by, by Friday, so in a few days, I'm going to have um, Alex's three-quarter length baseball t-shirt and my white t-shirt. And then also on Friday, I'm going to get this giant sock thing to go over the microphone so it keeps all the dust out. Next level amazed. So excited. Also having a little bit of beer. Um, got the stout going. Um, in a Batman cup, I have my national park, um, bandana hanging on the wall. Life is good. Um, today is my Sunday, even though it's Tuesday, I'm very, very excited to be alive, be here doing the GP thing. I'm so, so, so excited. I feel like a real per like a real podcast author, narrator, everything. So this whole entire setup is just to do more audio stuff. I'm not sure I'm going to talk about yet, but you know, I, I just, so excited. It's hard to contain myself. Very, very excited. Um, today, I want to talk about family. Uh, but more importantly, writing while being a father, writing while having a family. You know, it's it's a hard job in general. Um, but when you're trying to do a side hustle, it's uh, difficult. So, I mean, I'm not the one doing it. Uh, people out there are doing a lot better than me, making a lot, more, a lot more money than me. But it's so exciting to just to try it out. So my kids are three and two. Um, Xander and Wyatt. Xander we had um, in 2017, so he'll be four um, in October, and then Wyatt just turned two in um, in March. So they're really young. Everyone we tell that to is like, "Oh my God, how do you guys do this? Like, you have two toddlers, two in diapers. Like, how is that possible?" Uh, it's crazy. Um, it's really, really crazy. Very difficult. But luckily, I, I have a full time job that was not affected by the coronavirus. And Alex, my wife, has been a stay-at-home mom since um, you know a few months before Xander was born. So we are very lucky. Every month, I don't know how we've made it. I don't know how we do it financially, but we do it. Um, I think you've gathered in the past. Um, if you have listened to the previous um, podcast episodes um, or Instagram or wherever, but I'm a microbiologist by trade. Um, so I work in biology, which is not a very lucrative career. Um, you don't do it for the money. Um, but I think it's great and it's really fun. And I, that's why I got my, deg my degree in, um, I have a bachelor's degree in that. I want to go back to school for something else, you know, something higher in biology. I'm not sure which field yet, but we don't make a whole lot of money, but somehow we do it and we make it and, uh, very thankful. Um, and so, you know, Alex does her thing with the boys of the day. I get home about five, five thirty, And then, you know, I hang out with them and do the whole family thing. And then once it's, uh, you know, 7.30, quote unquote, is their bedtime. Um, so tonight was 7.45, plus we do the book thing, we do the brush of teeth thing. So, you know, probably we're probably free by about 8, 8.30 most nights. Um, I, you know, it's springtime, so I do the whole water in the garden deal. Excuse me. And then I do um, 
So I, and so yeah, typical, I guess what I is a typical day. Like what does a day in my life look like? So I get up at about, let's see, um, tomorrow is work Monday, um, work day Monday. So tomorrow I'll get up at 6.15. I'll do my morning stuff and, you know, make breakfast, all that stuff, get out of the door, about a 45 minute commute to work, um, get to work about 7.30, um, 7.30 to uh, four is my schedule, four o'clock, um, you know, leaving Portland traffic. If you're anywhere around Oregon or anywhere, you know, what Portland traffic is like, it's like any, you know, bigger city, it's crazy. Um, and so Wednesdays are, are not as bad as Fridays, but they're bad. So typically my drive home is about an hour. I get home about, I put it about, about five, five thirty somewhere in there, depending on traffic. And then I, uh, do the, the dad thing, you know, dinner stuff, um, eat, eat with the family, play with the boys, soak in as much of, you know, their, you know, their presence as, as I can, you know, be with them. A lot of Legos right now are big, <clears throat> you know, watch a movie or something like that. And then seven thirty go to bed, they go to bed. Um, normally a lot of like, you know, and they're, they're in the same bedroom. So that's a, that's a big deal. So they've been in the same bedroom for, uh, four months now. And so that's been a really big transition because before they were in the same bedroom, but, um, but the older one was, had his own toddler bed, but the younger one was in a crib and so he couldn't get out. And so now they're both in their own toddler beds. And so normally a typical night is at least an hour, at least an hour, more like two hours of them just like playing around, jumping around, horsing around, they're free in there. So whatever. Um, so during that first hour is when Alex and I try to make the mo- as much noise as we, as we possibly can for the stuff we want to get done. So tonight, for instance, I water the plants, got that done really early. And then, um, cause I have a garden, um, water, all that stuff came in the garage. It was an absolute, absolute disaster. Um, this morning, all of my stuff came for my, like I, I already had the, the microphone, um, but I didn't have the arm and the shock mount. So I was very excited. And so instantly to get rid of all the dust in here, because also in the past stuff, I'm like a half-ass woodworker, um, or I guess like a handy, handy with wood <laughs> kind of guy. So, uh, um, part of the garage is devoted to my wood stuff. And so a lot of sawdust, um, I don't have really any kind of, um, you know, uh, dust collection. It's mostly just like, you know, do my thing then vacuum it up, sweep it up kind of thing. So a lot of dust hanging around, um, right behind me is like a, you know, kind of storage stuff that we, most people have in their garage. So for the first hour, a lot of vacuums were running, um, just getting everything set up for this place. A lot of not dust free, but as minimal dust as I can. So I'm making this little corner I have for my podcast slash narration of my books to be a nice kind of clean area, minimize any any dust or any kind of stuff on my, my microphone. <clears throat> and so, um, that's the first hour. Tonight's a crazy day because they went to bed by the hour, hour and a half mark. So incredible. Um, Alex is in there watching a movie and I'm doing this. So it, and then you typically bed by between 10, 30 and 11, hopefully 11 o'clock is the, the, the time I really want to be in bed, but you never know. Um, but the biggest thing about this um, episode I want to talk about is the importance of, I guess is a work-life balance, but not really. It's more like a work-life work balance. Anyone that has a side hustle or, you know, creative endeavor, painting or writing or whatever, photography, you know that feeling, you know, you can be a weekend warrior and you can only do stuff on the weekends and you can do that. And that's great. You know, just do when you do when you can and fit it when you can. But when you're trying to do something big, 
like write a book or do like some kind of giant project, it really helps to have a really steady, you know, family, you know, nucleus is really having a nice section where you know that you can fall back on that, that thing, that person, whatever it is. And for me, that absolutely falls onto my, my wife, Alex and my kids. And that no matter how, you know, busy or, or hectic or whatever happens at my, my real job or like on the drive home or whatever happens there, even though it's chaos when I get home, it's chaos that I can, you know, embrace like at work, you know, you just gotta, it's like, you gotta roll the punches, gotta do what you're kind of told. But here, you know, it's like, I, I kind of, it's nice to come home and have like that change of pace and doing things differently. And when you have that nucleus that you've, you've kind of fostered and you've, you know, you've let kind of grow and, you know, really made it a, a good nucleus and a good center. Um, it's nice because it, it makes that second part, the side hustle, the creative part, a lot easier to deal with and a lot more fun because it's really hard to be creative when, um, when a part of your life is either lacking or is a little bit tenuous. And so definitely when you're undertaking a, uh, for me, a book project, um, it's really hard because I know that's going to be multiple months, you know, multiple months of, um, of really, you know, really, that's all I think about is that, is that book, that project. And so I, I have to know that when I'm, when I, when I'm at the dinner table and I'm kind of spacing off, thinking about characters or the plot or whatever, I, I have to know that everything else is fine. And, um, the, I don't know what this kind of spent kind of spark today, but all day, again, this is my Sunday all day. Um, you know, being with the boys and being with Alex and just having like that, that really cool, like that warm feeling of family, like you were just killing it. Like you're, like you're doing a really good job. Um, it just fosters everything else, you know, like on days where there's a schism or Alex and I are having a little bit, a little bit, of a, a, a tiff, or, you know, just something's happening in my life, like work's kind of going crappy. It's like, it, it affects that creativity. And so, and also it's interesting because I've had two friends now, two guy friends that have had babies, well, their wives had babies recently. And when they first knew they were going to be dads, their first question or the, the question to me they asked was, how do I get so much done? And, you know, they really, they really hope that I could be as productive as, you know, as I was, which is a great compliment. I mean, that's amazing. Like that's my entire life is trying to be, you know, output, you know, I, I, on my arm, I have tattooed work harder on my phone. I have, you know, nobody cares work harder. It's like that, uh, you know, there, there's no excuses for going a hundred percent. Um, and so for me to hear that and people recognizing that is a, is a huge deal. And so I'm very thankful that they see that. And I'm glad that I can, you know, promote that, I guess, because I, I, I try to work hard on doing that. And in those text messages, like you could, I could tell that there's like this, like kind of fear. It's like, oh man, like, cause they're, they're, they're both really creative guys. And so, um, I could definitely tell that there's some, you know, like, oh man, like, can I, can I do that too? Can I, can I make sure that I, you know, ha have the same creative output musically or whatever? And, you know, and, and both text messages that were many months apart, I think a couple of years apart or a year and a half apart, um, they're the same because it's true. It's, uh, you know, like whatever, whatever you want to do, you're going to do no matter what. So even if you have like zero time, you have a new baby, everyone's sleeping very little. It's a, it's a huge change. It's a crazy change in your life. Um, you will always find time to do the things you want to do that are important to you. 
And so that was no more, you know, relevant and real than with our first baby, Xander. Um, you know, within the first, you know, a couple of months of, of having him, you know, after that initial, like, you know, craziness of being like, oh my God, we're not sleeping very much. I'm soft to go to work and everything. Um, it was actually the most easy time to write because, you know, him and Alex would go, you know, and go to bed really early or like do whatever. And, you know, this is very much a, a dad podcast right now because, or this episode, because I don't know how it is to be a mom, like a lot harder for one. Um, and I can't relate to that because it's a totally different animal of when you're, when you have a very young, you know, infant or toddler or whatever. But as far as mine, you know, my experience goes as a dad and having a great wife and a great, you know, mother of my kids, because she was like this, this, it's like the center for all of us and still is. And, and I imagine will be forever. Um, but, and, but with room to roam, the first novel I wrote, um, it was so apparent that like I had to write something. I, you know, this, this major thing happened in my life. I was a dad now, you know, my, my job was my job doing science stuff. And that was fine. It was very logical. But as soon as I came home and after I got over that initial, like being tired or being that, that, Oh my God, there's a baby in this house. Now it was, it, it there is definitely a hole where it's like, okay, well now's the time I have to do something creative. And that's when I started doing the whole grass publishing thing. Like it all, it all, all, all this stuff happened, you know, basically as soon as Xander came in the world. And so before he came, um, you know, I got all the business stuff done, the taxes, the, you know, setting up stuff, the, the accounts and getting the copyright stuff done, the ISBN numbers. Then he came that you know, first couple couple months, few months of him being here, the whole being really tired and being trying to be as be- the best dad I could. And then, then after things kind of plat, you know, plateaued for me, at least not for Alex, but for me. And, and I had a lot of time in the, after the evenings, <clears throat> I was like, okay, well, either I can go to bed I'm super tired or I can try to write this book. And so I chose to do that. Um, it sucked. Like I was so tired. Um, and it, it was, just, it was painful to do. And like, and, and even looking back at like when I, when I read through, uh, room to Rome for the audiobook, is very apparent that was that the best writing No, but you know, with the grammar mistakes, I'll probably fix them pretty soon, but like it didn't matter. Like the story always matters more. Like to me, to me, the story always matters more than some grammar, grammar crap. Like, well, this period's in the wrong spot or this user semicolon wrong, or there's some, you, you know, fiance is, isn't the right gender. I don't care. Like, can you read fiance? Can you get through the sentence? Does the overall book make sense? Like, do you get the message? So that's always been more important to me. I'm not going to spend, you know, you know, five years writing one book when I can spend five years writing, you know, five or 10 books. So it's output and it's like there's stuff in my head that I want to get on paper and get to the out to the world. And if, you know, people don't like because it it's a grammar thing, that's fine. Sorry, tangent. But um, going back to the initial point of this episode is that um, family is the most important. That's a rock. That's going to make you be creative and have time to be creative. It's like that pyramid of need. Um, you know, I'm not saying starving is the same or anything like that to, you know, having a, having a fight with your wife. But there is like a pyramid, you know, it's like. As, as long as all the basic stuff is taken care of, you start worrying about, you know, the higher things. So it's like, or, you know, more things that don't matter to life. Are you fed? Are the kids happy? Is everyone safe? Cool. Next step. The bill's paid. 
are, you know, are, you know, is a wife happy? Are the kids happy? And then that's the next stage. And then once everything below is like, cool, everything's fine. There's a nice foundation. There's a nice bedrock. Then why not be, you know, do more, you know, anyone can sit there and watch TV or watch movies or whatever. And if that's what you want to do, absolutely, you know, do that. And that's fine. But as soon as all, all my basic needs are met and my responsibilities are met, I'm out here doing something, you know, something's getting done or something's getting thought about. Like right now with the whole, um, you know, uh, chasing the, so the next is going to be chasing the Kingfish, um, narration. So after all my tech is set up, which is now, um, it's time to go. Now it's going to be time to get in that next stage of, okay, I'm going to be basically, you know, going to spend, you know, about two months, you know, out here in the garage, kind of by myself, talking to myself, reading a book that I wrote about myself in Alaska. Very weird, very narcissistic, but, um, I know that. So, you know, for the past, you know, I think I did my last um, let's see, uh, room to Rome audiobook was done in like, I think December 29th. So from then until, um, I don't know, I mean, basically a couple weeks ago, um, it was basically don't work on anything. You know, there's always side stuff. There's always behind the, um, on the back burner stuff, you know, I've been working a lot of Western, you know, history stuff, research stuff, pictures, um, that kind of thing has always been going on every day. But as far as like committing to doing this one thing, you know, like I've been working out a lot, a lot of like lifting weights and stuff. And I think that's been to, you know, like that, that itch in me to be like, okay, well, there has to be something obsessive to do. There's a little bit of manic there. That's been happening. But as far as like being out doing something every single day, which means that, you know, that's, that's me and my wife's time to be together. You know, like as soon as the boys go down, that's our time to be adults, you know, and not to be like, you know, parents or not to be like providers, which every parent listening to this right now is like, yeah, that's hugely important. But the minute the, the boys are down and we know they're safe and okay and they're happy, that's our time. So that time to watch a movie, have dessert, just laugh about stuff, talk about stuff, whatever it is, that's that's our time. And so it's definitely in my mind that every minute I'm not using that time with Alex is a, is, is a, is a little bit you know harder for me because it's like, there's, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day and, you know, you, you it, it's, it's hard because you, when I was in college, for instance, I'll go back when I was in college, it was so fun because I was in my early twenties, there's unlimited energy, there's no responsibility. And I thought it was so cool looking at like, you know, writers, um, schedules and, and, and how they wrote their most famous books. Like how did Kerouac write on the road, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. And more often than not, the, the, the hallmark books, like the, like the top 50, top hundred books of all time were written under certain circumstances that are interesting, you know, like there's no like, Oh, well, you know, Faulkner just sat down and wrote this. Like those people have lives, you know, there, there are lives involved, you know, there are people around them. There are spouses, there are significant others, there are, you know, addiction stuff. Every single, every single work of anything has, has, you know, that's just been like, that's, that's a center of it all. And then there's a ripple effect outwards. So anything you do, has some kind of, you know, effect on what's around you. So even if you go to work, if you're a truck driver or whatever you do, um, everything you're doing every single second of the day has ripple effects outward. And so when you do something creative, like writing a novel, you know, it, it, you're, you're doing that one thing, you know, for X amount of hours a day, but you're not doing that for 24 hours a day, every single day. 
that there are things around you. There are people you meet, people you have around you, people, your kids. And so in, in, in my situation, when I'm sitting out here doing this right now, like luckily Alex wanted to watch a movie. She's doing it by herself. She's quiet in there. The boys aren't harassing her like all day. Great. That's fantastic. But it's kind of like, well, I'm doing this instead of being out there. So, you know, how fair is that? But then it's kind of like, well, this is what I want to do. And when I'm done with this tonight, I'll feel a million times better than if I didn't do it. Like I get that. That's definitely a thing. It would be interesting to talk about with somebody because I mean, I'm definitely, I'm not alone in this. Like it must be a creative person's thing, but if there's something in my head creatively and it has to get out, the minute it gets out, it's like, oh, there's a weight off. And especially if I'm like, if I'm feeling down, like I definitely deal with depression and stuff and anxiety. And so if I'm, if I'm having a really rough day, a really bad day, blue, 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 this happens often, you know, not often, but you know, once or a couple weeks or whatever. Um, when that happens and it's like, I wake up and I'm like, damn, to that, it's a blue day. Like you can feel it. It kicks you right in the balls. Like, damn, this is going to suck, but you get through it. You, do, you just go through the motions. You do as best as you can. You work hard. You don't complain. <clears throat> and then there's a pivotal point every single night when it's like the boys go to bed. You know, the same thing I've been talking about. The boys go to bed. It's Alex and me by ourselves. And it's like I could feel that. Either it's like there's this this split where it's, well, I guess it's a three-way split. Either you can do nothing, which makes it worse. You can like, you know, I play okay, I'll play basketball on the PS4 or whatever and be like, okay, well, I'll just say screw it and then I'll just go to bed. There's an option of going in the middle, which is being with Alex and like, you know, being comforted, being, you know, like that oxytocin release and like, you know, cuddling with her and everything and that's great. There's also this very important uh, point in me that this flashing red, like Vegas kind of signs like, hey, turn right, turn right, turn right. And turning right is doing something creative. And so... It is kind of like Vegas because you pull that lever and it's like, wow, like either it's going to be great and, you know, magic happens or it's not great. And it's like, damn, I wish I would have done, you know, one of the other two things. But more often than not, if I do choose the Las Vegas, like do something creative, like you never know what's going to happen. You know, like a couple nights ago, I was, I was super blue and I was like, man, I guess I'll just work on. So this. like I'm trying to, um, you know, compile a bunch of um I, I, I've got, I gathered like a couple hundred historical photos of, of the old West, quote unquote, like ranging from gold miners to loggers and all kinds of stuff, um, from the library of Congress and what have you. And so I was like, okay, well, this is gonna make me better, feel better if I, you know, get them off my phone, you know, work with them, name them, that kind of thing. And then it kind of ended up being like, well, did that for a little bit. Then I was like, well, maybe I'll work on the website. And I did that a little bit. And it's kind of like, ah, I finished about 11 o'clock being like, eh, well, I don't feel that great. And conversely, um, there are more nights than not where, you know, I choose the, the Vegas path. I go the right, the, 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 the turn right. And then I say, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. Let's do the flashing lights. Let's do something creative. Let's go out to the garage. The garage is always where magic happens. Like I'm out in the garage right now doing this. Um, it's nicer weather out. It's springtime, so I'll probably be out here a lot more. Um, there's wood, there's all this woodworking stuff just to the left of me. Saws and, you know, there's wood burners and all kinds of stuff over there. And a huge pile of wood. So it's kind of like, damn, well, do I do that? 
Um, or I can just, you know, do some his- history stuff, you know, work on like the, the research part of the Western novel, or I can get ready to, you know, do this, the, the whole narration thing. So it's like more often than not, if you, if I choose that direction and, and something is interesting, but I guess this is a very, very millennial thing. If I can push publish on something gold, like that might as well be the jackpot every night, like tonight, like I've been happy all day, not blue at all play with the kids, had a great day. Um, but I know that after I'm done with this podcast, I can push publish and that's like a drug. It's like, boom, I did something productive. It's out in the world. Not only did I do it for myself and my, my own mental well-being, <clears throat> it's also for the creative part of me, but it's also for this little bit of part of me that's called the grants of publishing. And it's like, boom, like, am I going to make any money off this? No. You know, probably three people are going to listen to this. Fantastic. I don't care. Like, as long as somebody knows that I was out here doing this, gold. You know, that might be a millennial part of me being like, oh, well, you just want to see people's likes on stuff. Maybe. Or, you know, oh, it's like, you know, it's a narcissistic part. Maybe. Or maybe it's just me being like, today, everything else was satisfied. My family was good. The triangle was, was, you know, satiated. I'm happy. Like, it's fine. So, um... I, this, this whole thing's a tangent. I don't know. This whole podcast is a tangent, but you know, I'm going to call this on writing because that's what it is or not really on writing, but it's more like the process of, um, of family, the process of family. And, um, you know, people that don't have families, you know, or don't have like kids, I guess, cause everyone has a family of some sort, but if you have responsibilities and people rely on you for something, um, this is for you, you know, this message is for you. If you have a family, if you have responsibilities, still have to find time for you. Find time to create something. Find time to to work out something by yourself for yourself because we're definitely in a um, a wave of self care. You know, treat yourself kind of thing, and that's great, fantastic. But it doesn't mean just spa days and drinking wine and eating chocolate. You know, it's like it, it can be. It's it there are seven and a half billion people on this planet and there are seven and a half billion ways to treat yourself. Um, so, you know, I guess my way is creating something, you know, working with photography, you know, building some amount of wood, you know, doing research and history stuff. Even I find it at work where there's times where I'm like, you know what, it's pretty much the, you know, science is kind of like not mundane, but it's kind of like the same, same basic thing every single day. But tomorrow morning at seven thirty. I'll be sitting in front of hundreds of, you know, auger plates, petri, petri dish plates, um, looking at, you know, gross bacteria. But every so often, there's a time when it's like this bacteria does something that it shouldn't do, or it doesn't do very often. And it happens sometimes, because I work in a food lab, it happens sometimes with, uh, with honey. And honey, uh, everyone knows, everyone knows like the basic idea of honey. It's just basically, a, you know, regurgitated, you know, beef saliva. But Sometimes a certain bacteria grows in it, not harmful, don't worry, but a certain bacteria grows in it and it creates this really cool swirling pattern around the plate. And so most people, I, actually everyone I work with that I know of, so it's like, eh, hey, I want to throw it away. Count it kind of as one colony, bloop, done. But sometimes, you know, you, I, I look at it and see something beautiful. It's like, wow, that's, that's really cool. Like nature has this way of creating, you know, creating art, creating symmetrical art. And, um, you know, things like that are, are cool. And it's like, that's why I see, you know, 
on the weekends, the true weekend, Saturday and Sunday of the week, um, where, you know, I'm all, all, I'm all alone at work, doing my own thing. Um, and I, and I have these moments from my, I get my phone out and I take a picture of it. And I'm just like, wow, like that's really cool. You know? And, and I guess that's, that's my version of treat yourself. Like, you know, that's the version of treat myself at work doing this, talking into this awesome microphone setup I have now, which I'm so excited. If you cannot tell by the intro to this, so, so excited about it. Um, but this is a treat yourself thing, even though my quote unquote business paid for it. Um, you know, this, you know, getting, getting my merchandise in that I've been working at for a long, long time. That's a treat yourself thing. You know, creating something out of wood. It's all that version of that. Or it's like, if you just want to be like, you know, the quote unquote basic person is, but I want to watch a movie and drink some wine. That's cool. That's great. Fantastic. And if you're a parent, more power to you. If you, if you're a parent of young kids, especially young kids, it's hard, man. It's really, really hard. Um, we did for ourselves, you know, I, I, I'm so happy that, that they're around every single day, but there's also times where you're just like, damn, this is hard, man. This is really difficult. Um, and I don't know. I think you have to have, have kids or be really intimately involved with kids, like be being a um, nanny or being some kind of like, you know, daycare person to really get that. But it's hard. It's hard to raise, you know, miniature versions of you because for me, definitely like I look at my kids and sometimes I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Like they're just like me. This is great. Then sometimes I'm like, damn, they're just like me. That sucks for them. Um, and, and so it's, uh, it's just take time for yourself. If you're a creative person, you know, when you have kid, you know, when you're, when you, I think maybe it's a lot with guys because, you know, women have a lot to worry about, you know, when, when they get pregnant, that's, that's the beginning. That's just the beginning of like, oh man, now I have all this stuff to worry about. You know, there's, I think, I believe for sure, so is my wife and baby brain, like as pregnancy goes on, you know, the woman starts having these really, really weird, like mental fog stuff. So there's, there's all this kind of stuff they have to worry about their body changes. And then the birth process, of course, is a, you know, a little bit traumatizing. And then, you know, this, so on and so on and so on. And so I'll reiterate this, this is a very much, you know, dad centric podcast or episode of the podcast, because I don't know how it is to be a, uh, to be a woman, to be a wife, to be a mother. I don't know that, but I know for me, um, when all your life is changing, um, before kids and, you know, your girlfriend, wife, whoever it is, when a woman gets pregnant with your fetus, um, it is spooky because not only is it like, Oh, you're really excited. I mean, I was so excited. I'm, I, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, but there is on the 28th spot down from, I'm so excited. It's like, man, is my life going to be really different? Am I going to be a really changed person? Like, am I not going to be able to do the things that I really want to do? That's, that's real. You know, that that's real. Um, and if you don't have that and, and moms too, but if, if you don't have that, then I don't, I, I don't know. I, I definitely have that. And my friends have had that. And as long as you keep in mind that the things that you want to do will, that you truly want to do that are really important to you, and, you know, if you, if you're a musician, like, you know, play that guitar to that baby. If you're a writer or if you're any kind of person that, that, that like likes the arts, just like find ways to, you know, to get that out because that baby is 50%, 50% you. And so any of your interests and your likes and the things that you gravitate towards, it's a really good chance that that baby's going to be, you know, going towards that too, because there should be a love there, you know? 
you know, I'm definitely going to, you know, I, I read all the time to my kids, you know, I, I, any kind of story they have like, yeah, yeah. Then what happens? Then what happens? You know, they just fostering that, you know, storytelling thing and just it's spooky and it's real and it happens and that's okay. Um, but the things that you want to do in your life will never just go away. You know, like if you were like, oh man, I want to be an international like model. Yeah, I might put that on a hold for a little bit because it's a little difficult to do that when you have kids. But, you know, anything can be drawn into, you know, your surroundings and, you know, and, and making it so you can do it every single day. Any, any goal, any ambition, it's there and you can do it. And it's so, it's so empowering and so powerful to know that. Um, so if anything in this episode, this rambling episode, like always, if there's anything you want to do, don't be afraid because no matter what happens in life, if you want to do it bad enough, you'll do it and it'll, it'll get done. And, um, yeah, so that's that. I guess I'll do a little plug. Definitely not paid for. I wish it was, but I got all this, this equipment from Sweetwater. Um, they're so cool. Um, it's great. Um, they, <laughs> I, I, I opened the box today and, um, both boxes had little bags of candy in them, like real, real literal candy. There's like a banana Laffy Taffy, which is my favorite candy ever. Um, and it's just so cool. So, um, Sweetwater, if, if you ever hear this or you ever get any wind of hearing this, thank you so much. Um, customer service talk, not top notch. Um, you gave me a, um, a sticker. I put it on my brand new microphone stand. Um, you know, uh, little shelf thing here next to my national park, um, bandana. So thank you so much. Um, uh, most importantly, thank you for anyone that's gotten this far. We're at the 33 minute and 47 second mark. So thank you so much for getting this, this far. If you're a parent or going to be a parent soon, thank you so much. You're powerful. You can do it. Like that, that kid is so cool and it's half you. What could be cooler than that? So thank you so much. I appreciate all of you if you made this far. Even if you started this podcast, I don't care. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah.